0: There's so many people out there that are losing a lot of money in the markets, and they really shouldn't be. And I think it's because there are times when owning cash is the right thing to do. I've been hearing a lot of people say, well, why would you want to have cash? Cash is not earning you any interest, and you're basically going to miss out and things like that. Cash is a highly flexible instrument that is needed when you're managing money for managing
1: risk. Welcome to the Market Call Show, where we discuss what's happening in the markets and the impact on your investments. Tune in every Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: Welcome to the Market Call Show. This is Lewis Giannis. I am the founder of WealthNet Investments. Today, we have an interesting topic, and I'm really excited about diving in, so let's get going. Hello, hello, hello. I hope you're doing well. Today is a good day, because today we're going to be talking about the solution to most people's investment problem. And it happens to be a four-letter word and you spell the word C-A-S-H, cash, that's so simple. (laughs) There's so many people out there that are losing a lot of money in the markets and they really shouldn't be. And I think it's because there are times when owning cash is the right thing to do. I've been hearing a lot of people say, well, why would you wanna have cash? Cash is not earning you any interest and you're basically gonna miss out and things like that. Cash is a highly flexible instrument that is needed when you're managing money for managing risk. So I was just thinking about how Warren Buffett, for example, in Berkshire Hathaway, they have a tremendous amount of very short-term instruments, cash-like investments, and they do that for a reason. Warren Buffett, obviously a smart guy, he wants to have dry powder, so that money can be reinvested at good returns. And I think that's the basics. We gotta get back to the basics. Sometimes having cash makes a lot of sense. Now, if you're a client of ours, you know we've had quite a bit of cash for some time, and we've been raising more and more cash I think about the current market environment, what we've been seeing, it's kind of interesting because everybody used to think buy the low, buy the low, meaning every time the market comes down, you buy that low, pick it up, and that has been the right thing to do for many years, actually since the last real bear market that we've had. The good news is that bear markets are really normal and they're part of the normal cycle, So it's not something that you have to go crazy and go insane about. It's just part of life. We have these bear markets. But what's really cool is when you navigate the bear markets in a way where you can become out a winner, a much bigger winner than you would be otherwise. And sometimes that means you have to raise cash. For a long time, we've been looking at the valuations, how much we're paying for earnings, how much we... Basically we're paying a lot for earnings, meaning the prices are extended high in price. And now we look at some recent research by Ned Davis research showing that many people and most people have way too much of their net worth in stocks. There's a chart out there in a research report I recently saw where, and I'm talking like just yesterday, I saw this research report where if you look at the amount of stocks in the households as a percentage of household wealth that number is at historical highs and it's near the upper end of the range that we've seen throughout history and if you overlay the rate of return on stocks going in the next i believe it was a 10-year period they were looking at that it actually shows that you tend to have lower rates of return now that's if you buy the whole market now this is another reason why i don't think investors should be buying the whole market people should be more selective and buy those investments that make sense based on their valuation, based on their quality, rather than owning the whole market. But having cash is the way to go. So if you don't have any cash right now, then it's harder, right? Because every day you're seeing more and more and more of your money get pounded by the market. So the thing that you want to do is is first ascertain, do I have enough cash? Now, recently I was interviewed on StockCharts.com And they have a gentleman by the name of Dave Keller, who is a great guy. He was a former institutional research manager for Fidelity Investments. He's a really nice guy, really get along with him well. In fact, he wrote a little blurb on my book, The Financial Freedom Blueprint. And anyway, we were talking about the market. And one of the things that I did on The Final Bar, and if you wanna see this, go check out The Final Bar. Just Google The Final Bar on YouTube. You'll see it there. So I was outlining the basic methods that analysts can look at how far down the markets could go once you're heading into a bear market. And basically there's a range. It's not a precise thing, but it based on fundamental multiples, whether we are in a recession or not a recession, based on the technicals, based on measured moves and retracements, there's significant downside risk that remains in the market. So if you don't have enough cash, then one way to look at it is to say, hey, if we had a decline between 10 and 30% more from here, is that going to really be too much risk for me? And if so, how much should I reduce my equity exposure so that I'm within my risk tolerance? Because what you don't want to do is wait till it's down 30% and then sell your stocks. Because that's the thing that people tend to do. Or you could just choose to write it out. But remember, writing it out can be very painful. We've had periods of times where it's taken 10 years before you actually go back up to the highs. So do you want to wait that long? So that's one thing to think about. So each individual investor has different situations, different tax situations. So you have to kind of do a plan to see what makes sense. So that's the first thing is how much cash, that four-letter word, how much cash do you have? And is it enough? And you start with that. And then from there, then you move your way towards how to invest and make more money on the way out of this. This is the thing that you have to think about is how to make money on the way out of this. And one of the things I talked about on the final bar was that one of the most reliable indicators for finding the next winners is to look at something called a relative strength, positive divergence. And all that means is that Imagine a stock that has been underperforming the market for quite some time and then all of a sudden it starts outperforming the market. Those are the best stocks that will make money on the way out of a correction. So if you're just now joining us, I've been talking about there's a four letter word that is the basically solution for many people and that is cash. Cash will help many people in this situation because there could be more downside potential if you look at the fundamentals, if you look at the multiples to earnings and the valuations, there's anywhere between 10 and 30% downside risk depending on the analyst. If you look at the downside targets based on the technicals. So having cash is a great tool, just like Warren Buffett has a lot of cash on his balance sheet, because that is the fuel that you need to take advantage of opportunities.
1: If you worry about your investments, need to make complex financial decisions or pay unnecessary taxes, the lack of proper financial planning and investing may already be costing you a great deal. When you are ready to turn your piece of wealth into peace of mind, go to wealthnetinvest.com and click on the schedule a call button to talk to us and get a free consultation today.
0: So the first thing to do is to check how much cash do I need to have check to see how much cash and there's a way that you could check to see how much cash that you need now from there then it's like okay do I have enough cash and then if I don't have enough cash how much do I raise and then it's a matter of saying all right now how do I pick the winners how do I become a winner at the end of this and what I would tell you is that it's time to look at the relative strength of stocks to say which stocks have the best fundamentals, but now the relative strength is they're starting to outperform the market. They're not doing as bad on the downside. Before I get into that a little bit more, I wanna talk a little bit of why I think that we're still in a bear market and there's more downside. So today is a prime example. We had, you know, yesterday we had another up move and then we immediately went down on that. That is a very typical sign of a bear market where you just have these big up moves and they tend to happen even more often in bear markets i'm talking about big up days big up days tend to happen a lot more during bear markets not bull markets and the reason why is because volatility is higher when you're in bear markets your daily movement is higher and you tend to have more strong up days during that period of time but they tend to go down fairly rapidly right after those up days Now, there are what's called a bear market bull, like a counter trend move. For example, if you go back to the Great Depression, there was a period of time where the market had a significant rally several times that kind of lured people into thinking that it was over. And then, of course, it rolled over and went down further. And if you looked at the chart prior to that, you would be like, this is it. This is the low. This has got to go higher. The thing is, is that recessions and corrections, they're just part of the normal cycle. Nothing to be just like crazy worried about. It's just the tactics. It's okay to have cash. A lot of people on Wall Street will tell you, you need to be fully invested. Don't try to time the market and all those things and own the whole market, maybe buy index funds. But I'm here to give you the counter argument to that. I just recorded a podcast called Throw Away Your Dartboard. And what I'm basically saying is that There are ways, if you think like a scientist, where you're basically using the methods that a scientist would use or a doctor would use to create a new drug that gives you the ability to have an edge in your investment strategy. And when you look at that form of investing, typically you have to have cash and people are so afraid of cash because they think it's not going to make any money. I'm here to tell you today that cash is a good thing, that you can have some cash and it's okay to sell. Now you wanna be careful what you sell and you have to have a systematic way to understand how to sell. Basically what we have been doing is we've been systematically selling because of our risk management rules. So we have risk management rules based on each individual security, each individual stock. And we have overall stock market risk management rules. And even in the bond market, for example, the bond market even has been going down. In fact, many of the worst performing markets have been bonds. And normally you think that is your counterbalance from stocks that people will sell stocks and buy bonds, and therefore you get diversification. But that is not always the case if you have rising inflation, then you have rising interest rates, which also push bond prices down at the same time that stock prices are moving down. So most people who are with their traditional broker, their 60% stock, 40% bond, you're not going to be able to have as good a performance because everything goes down. So sometimes cash is better. Commodities, for example, other alternative asset classes, you have to be flexible enough to go wherever the trends are, rather than just saying, I'm only a real estate investor or I'm only a stock investor. My belief and all the data that I've looked at says you have to be able to be flexible to go where the trends are. And that means you need to be Thinking outside the box and don't be lulled into doing just what Wall Street tells you to do. You know, you call up that traditional broker and they're like, "Well, think for the long term and don't worry about it." Well, that's fine if you can handle a 50% decline and can wait for 10 years for your investment to go to new highs, which is what, if you look at the S&P 500, that is the track record. That is the observable track record. So, if that is something that would bother you, then you definitely want to reconsider your viewpoint on that. So. The idea is cash is important, and cash is the four-letter word that is going to solve a lot of people's problems, in my view, if we continue on with this bear market. And so far, everything that I'm looking at says that we will continue on with this bear market. If you've been following me on my podcast, I've outlined exactly why. It's really related to many different things but we will have rallies in between declines and that's a good time to if you don't have enough cash to have some cash but you don't want to be completely out that's let me just make another caution here it's very difficult to call a bottom so you don't want to call a bottom you want to scale your way in based on the first principles of what is a good investment and the first principles of what is a good investment and especially in the stock market would be what are the cash flows and how much am I paying for it? Am I paying a good price relative to the cash flows and will that give me a long-term great rate of return? And do I have reliable cash flows in that investment? If I do, then it's okay to buy that stock many stocks in the marketplace right now have great reliable income streams and they're great businesses but their price is still very high relative to the income stream that you're likely to get so that would lead you to a lower return expectation so that's the first thing another first principle would be you never make money unless the marketplace recognizes your value your investment and pushes the price higher so that leads to some technical work to say okay Is the marketplace actually rewarding my investment? And as it starts rewarding my investment, then I am more free to invest more in that particular investment. And that will help you on the way out of this. So this is not the end of the world. It's just a normal bear market. And having cash is okay. You have permission to have cash. You don't have to be fully invested. So that's my message for today. Hope you're doing well. We'll talk to you later.
1: the latest episode of the Market Call Show, make sure to like, subscribe, and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Go to marketcallshow.com for all our past episodes and sign up to get alerts for new episodes. If you enjoy the content of this episode, please leave us a five-star review and comments. The information in this podcast is informational and general in nature and does not take into consideration the listener's personal circumstances. Therefore, it is not intended to be a substitute for specific individualized financial, legal, or tax advice. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a final decision. WealthNet Investments is a registered investment advisor. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where WealthNet Investments and its representatives are properly licensed or exempt from licensure.